and Roanoke and Bedford and Lynchburg. 36 in Amherst, 36 in Appomattox. 866-916-3776. Always love it when we get to hear from Ruth Ann. Good morning. Good morning. Speak of the devil. Whoa. How are you? <laughs> well, folks, uh, Janet doesn't tell you too much about her Christmas trees, but they're absolutely beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking maybe she can have a tour. You know, have a, you know, have people come through. You know, pay a fifty cents and give it to a charity or something. Well, you know what they said in Field of Dreams: if you build it, they will There's come. A lot of history in those trees. Yeah, beautiful. Aww. And Janet. I did tell you thank you, but that was really a wonderful Christmas that you made for me. It wasn't long after my husband passed away. Thank you so much. It was just absolutely wonderful. We spent a lovely Christmas together, didn't we? Yes, we did, and and it helped me a bit, you know, even though my head had just been open and hurt. You gave me directions, and you stayed on the telephone with me and got me to your house. That's right. And it was nice. And you also gave me an original painting of a Christmas tree. Yes, by a local artist. And, yeah. Yeah, I think it was his name, Copeland or something. Yes, like Robert. Mm hmm. Yes. And I keep my Christmas tree up around the year. So <laughs> it's, it's right at the door. And it's, everybody asks me when they come up, why do you have your Christmas tree? I said, because I can. Because <laughs> I won't I can have do. It there. That's right. It's my Christmas tree. <laughs> That's so right. it's not only going to save me money this year, I'm going to have a little candle. I'm going to take it off the wall and I'm going to put it on my huge table and some candles. It's my Christmas tree. Get I want to know out. when you're going to make time to come to see me again. I will. You're I'm a busy girl. I, I can't day. get on your dance card. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll come and see you. Uh, you know, it won't be long. It'll probably be after uh, the holidays and things like that. It's, um, you know. I'm I've, I've added a lot to my trees, Ruth Ann. You need to come see the changes. Mm-hmm. Just saying. I'll try. <laughs> All right. I'll try. I'll try. A lot of folks around here have been so gracious. Every time I look around, Ruth Ann, you got to come to this, you got to come to that. <laughs> Yesterday I went to Bible study. Oh, nice. About that. Yeah. There was only three of us there. That's all right. We're two or more That's gathered. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. It was three of us there. So I enjoyed myself. The young lady invited me. She says, please come. And she says, not, not, not many people were coming. I said, well, three people just add the eyes, the legs, and the arms. Hey, we got an audience. How about that? That's right. About That's, That's right. right. That's exactly right. But anyway, right. Uh, folks, those trees are beautiful, and I'm sure she has more stories to go because her life just gets bigger and bigger <laughs> and bigger. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. Love you, Mucho. All right. See you later, kiddo. Uh, that was a very special Christmas because, you know, sometimes my mark has to work on yeah. Christmas. Was that the one where her and Salty fought over the... Banana, banana pudding, pudding was it? I don't know. I, don't I, remember. I remember her talking about that it. That was an interesting dinner party, yeah. let me just say. Anytime you invite <laughs> Salty anywhere, I can imagine. I think I am going to do a little open house at the house, though. You know, do some cocoa and Yeah, some that'd be fun. And, you know, I don't know if anybody will come, but they might. Well, they might. Yeah. Maybe I'll put some antlers on Baxter. <laughs> now, that would be worth They'd have to be really That's small the antlers. Price right there, you know. <laughs> Go stand next to your tree, right. Baxter. Well, he would just, like, lean over. It doesn't take, you know. It'd be like Max in the cartoon right. where they put the antler on him and right. his rear end pops up. Pops up, right. And he has to cut some off just to get it. it <laughs> Until would be he like balanced that. back out. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, maybe so. 
So uh, apparently there's some some new technology for wine lovers. Oh. Researchers have created, it's amazing to me what people sit around and think of. Well, we could, you know, fill in the blank. Uh, they've created an artificial intelligence tool okay. that is capable of tracing wines back to their origins oh. using a chemical analysis that can warn consumers of potential fraudsters. Interesting. There is a lot of wine fraud around. Did not know. Oh, oh my gosh. There are several podcasts about how fraudulent the wine industry can be really and how well there was there was one guy that would that would take he would keep bottles of expensive wine Mm -hmm. he would refill them with cheap box wine recork them and sell them for hundreds of dollars wow and was successful doing that for a long time time. Mm -hmm. says there's a lot of wine fraud people making some crap in their garage printing off labels and selling it for thousands of dollars this is according to uh, Professor Andrea Peugeot, one of the researchers behind the project. Uh, this is according to a report in The Guardian. We show for the first time that we have enough sensitivity with our chemical technique to tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Fake wine is a widespread problem with fraudsters typically whipping up a batch as close to a well-known brand as possible, slapping a fake label on it. Using machine learning, AI can pick up on the differences in concentrations and compounds. Okay. Trace the wine back to the estate where it was made. Oh, that's going to be a problem for some of these folks. AI. That's a brilliant application, actually. How does AI do it? How does it break the compounds down and such? It's been trained to correlate chemical compounds to products with the amount of data so large no human could ever process it. Man. And it's not limited to just wine. Right. It can be uh, helpful in all kinds of uh, um, authentication processes like uh, art, customer ID, right. consumer evidence, many more. Well, maybe this is, maybe AI is going to be good for, could be useful. for fraud and... At least in these cases. Of course, I'm sorry. At the end of the day, who wants to spend thousands and thousands no, of dollars? No. What's the most expensive bottle of wine you've ever had? Oh, honestly. I, and, and the reason we paid it is we ended up going out to dinner somewhere. Yeah. You pay a little bit more for the bottle, obviously, in mm-hmm. a restaurant. They have to make some money. I think we have spent as much as like 27 to $35. Oh, yeah, we've, we've pro- probably Because we got the whole wine, we've we ever corked spent. it and brought it home. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, it's probably between 35 and 50 is yeah. probably the most that I've ever spent. And that may be closer. Kara would know. Yeah, that yeah. Pro- I, I, I suspect it probably I'll was. i just say keep pouring. And I, w- <laughs> I will say we went to a tasting um, in Mount Airy, and mm. there was a... Oddly enough, a red wine, which normally I'm not a huge red wine drinker, mm-hmm. that we liked so much that we bought a bottle that we're going to have on our anniversary. Oh, nice. Um, That's nice. And I think it was probably about 30 bucks, yeah. but it was really good. Yeah. So. And I would say buying it outright like that, like what you're mm-hmm. talking about, we, we probably have spent that $35 we Probably range, to support you know. like a local. Yeah, yeah, winery. Right. I mean, some. I feel a little bit better, you know, yeah. about. It's a local company like but, that. But you're right. These, I mean, I've been inside, play, uh, I think it's called Wine and More or Total Wine or yeah, something. Yeah. I mean, I saw bottles of not just wine, but liquor. Literally 10 
thousand dollars. Of course, it was behind bars. Right. Well, but I will say this: when it comes to especially um, whiskeys and bourbons mm-hmm. and things like that. Some of those things are aged for 10 years, right. 20 years. I mean, sure. I can understand how they charge more for things like that. Um, but typically, I don't think it takes that long to turn around a bottle of wine. Yeah. Uh, but it's very hit or miss. I mean, not sure. every season is going to be great. It has a lot to do with the, you know, how much water, how much sun, how much, you know, all that. So I'll tell you I what, it. you can spend a little bit of money on even trying to find a, a classic Boone's Farm online. Classic Boone's Farm. You're on the morning jam. Good morning. <laughs> Tickled pink. <laughs> well, that's, uh, yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. Uh, Boone's Hill, Boone's Hill back in the day was like about three dollars for a bottle or something. Like country clincher, uh, Boone's Hill Farm. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, back in the day, back, I think that was the first thing I drank and high school when i was like 16 and a pinto so yeah yeah I'm, I'm i'm with but, you on that uh, but i mean you know the duplin wine uh that my wife likes uh, i've got her in the wine farm that's what she wants every christmas and uh i think she gets like three bottles of every quarter or something mm-hmm. with that club but um and the duplin you know around 10 or 12 bucks the uh, muscadine wine yeah. And, uh, geez, we both like that, and it's not expensive. And if you go to the one at Myrtle Beach and do the tasting and everything, it's it's really not that not that expensive, and it's a good one. You yeah. Know? So, but um, you know, now I haven't. Well, no, I don't. Even I like bourbon, and um, I usually stick to the Buffalo Trace, which is about twenty nine dollars a bottle. And actually considered the best bourbon right so maybe i just don't have the palate i don't know it must be a status thanks for the call (laughs) so i didn't realize so i i i didn't i didn't drink i I think i had my first glass of wine when i was almost 30 Mm -hmm. um so i never did the drinking in in high school or anything but i remember nathan keys used to a boy i went to, to school with he would drink tickled pink which apparently is a Boone's Farm, one of the varieties okay. of Boone's Farm. I remember Which I did not know. Yeah. I didn't know that that, that was a, a thing. How about that? I, I can tell you I probably would not like any of the Boone's Farm right, right. because I don't like sweet mm-hmm. anything right. yeah. like that. Um, and it just looks like a hangover waiting to happen. <laughs> apparently, you can still buy Boone's Farm. Did you know that? Yeah, I, I didn't I looked, know that. I looked into it, you know, a few years ago, just for just kick, out of fun kicks and giggles, you know. But that would make a hysterical Dirty Santa gift. Oh yeah, gosh, that looks like antifreeze in that one. That's, what what flavor is that? Blueberry. It's called Blue Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Blue dye number forty-seven is what that one's called. Wow. So uh, what is that one? Is there a cost? So there's Blue Hawaii, Melon Ball, Strawberry Daiquiri, Mango Grove. I have no idea how much they, they cost, but apparently they are still on the bottom shelf. How about that? Bottom shelf. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe when we come back from break, I'll have a price for you. Okay, that'd be good. It is uh, 818. You put it on your toast and on the radio at daybreak. The Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m.
before you fire up the coffee maker. Turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. Mornings, 6 to 9 a.m. It's 821 and my microphone's trying to run away from me. All right, so just so you know, yes. I've done some in-depth research. On Boone's Farm? I did, yeah. Okay. Um, you can get the strawberry daiquiri for five ninety nine. Five ninety nine. Okay. Yeah. Now, the strawberry hill that you all grew up with, apparently, you right. know who you are. Right. Um, is apparently they're not making that anymore. Okay. I found one bottle for fifty bucks. I don't think so. Fifty bucks. Yeah. That's just almost hmm. Crazy. Yeah. A little bit crazy. Okay. Boone's farm. I tell you. Gotta I'm, love I'm, it. I'm, I I will take the three dollar three dollars and fifty cents now. Wine at, at Aldi, you know, just for something to have with a meal. Work through some bottles. You know, you can afford to for twelve bucks, you can you can roll out of there with oh. a few bottles. Okay, you know, it's not that I'm going to drink that much. I mean, it just sits there. Right now, you know what my I, I jag a, is, or what? my jam, or whatever they call it. Yeah, I mean, we are the jam, but you know right. what I mean. As uh, I, I, we had the eggnog that has just a little bit of liquor yeah. in it, just a little bit, uh-huh. and pop that puppy in the fridge here. I don't know about a month ago. Yeah, and I've been you know taking a little shot of that. Uh-huh. Just for something. So now, according to Canada, you are an alcoholic. Oh. Oh. Yeah. You can only have like two drinks a week. Dang. I'm Maximum. I'm... And just like that, they turn the whole world into alcoholics. <laughs> I don't know. My name is Mark, and I'm an egg-a-nog-a-nog-a-nog-a-nog-a-nog-a-nog-a-nog-a-nog-a-nog-a-nog-a-nog-a-nog-a-nog-a-nog-a-nog-a-nog-a-nog-a-nog-a-nog-a-
Okay. Uh, actually, the last time I was through Walmart, I see they still have it on their wine rack. As you say, the bottom shelf, big old bottle of it. All right, I like I'm that. looking I like at that. I've seen the label before. I thought that was a cooking wine. Oh, okay. <laughs> Obviously, I was wrong. Oh, it's got a nice label. Yeah. kind of looks like Heinz from here a little bit. I swear I thought it was a cooking wine. No, you could drink that if you could if you were rich in college, but uh, we used to drink Jenny Cream Ale 16 ounce returnable bottles. Six bucks for a case wow. of 16 ounce bottles. I'm back assuming in it's sweet. 80. It, it looks like it's probably sweet. Yes, yeah. it's sweet. I don't understand y'all who drink wine that puckers up your mouth and dries it out like you've been sucking I don't, out a cigarette. I don't or want something. it to be, I don't want it to, to be tart or anything, but I don't want sugary sweet wine. Blech. No. Oh, no wonder you don't like white chocolate. You don't like sweet things. I don't like them. I don't want my teeth to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Although, don't worry, you drink enough of it, nothing hurts. I will tell That's you, true. though, uh, yesterday I have my crystal sleigh candy holder right. that I filled up with um, peppermint white chocolate kisses. Wow. Yeah. And I thought there of you, you when I did it. <laughs> so you got to be bringing them along on the 16th so I can pick out on those I, on the balcony? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have white chocolate on your chair. I don't know if it's safe for him to be in the balcony. Because <laughs> if they're serving popcorn that night, and when you sing White Christmas, he's going to be throwing snow in the form of a popcorn popper. Well, that could be I useful. I hadn't thought of that. Mark, I hadn't Thanks, thought of that. It was Mark. a brilliant idea, like the Rocky Horror Picture Show back in the day. Oh, wow. Oh, God. You'd have to have a really good arm to, to hit me on the stage from, yeah. from the balcony. Yeah, uh, true. Yeah, I'll put it together in like a uh, ball, you know, like a <laughs> like popcorn a ball. slingshot. Baseball. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Lovely. And the warning. Thank you for the call and the warning. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I guess I planted that thought in his head. Sorry about that, Well, Jan. while we're talking about um, the show the uh, rose ridge christmas Mm -hmm. it's a wonderful life is going to be coming to second stage amherst on saturday the 16th although that one's close to being sold out okay and that's at six o'clock and then sunday the 17th at four o'clock and if you don't have your tickets yet please go and get them you will not be disappointed i promise uh the the music is so good Mm. uh andrea and uh megan we have uh, Lou Taylor joining us, mm-hmm. and he's always incredible. Uh, Gene is uh, going to be Gene Temple is going to be joining us, so uh, you, you're not going to want to miss that. And of course, it's a wonderful life to see that played yeah. out on stage as a live radio show is mm-hmm. just going to be so much fun. So you can go to secondstageamherst.org and you can get your tickets that way, or text me four three four two four eight zero seven zero four. And uh, just say you need the ticket link, and I can send that to you as well. And for those of you who are supporting local theater and and really, you know, showing support for me, I do I do appreciate it because it is a lot of work. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. and these folks work really hard on the show, mm-hmm. and it means a lot that you're willing to give your time and a little bit of money towards Second Stage Amherst. Okay, that's going to be coming up. I mean, it's here before we know it. I know it's kind of crazy. So you know, if you want to. Enjoy. It, it will you be a like- great. It will be a great.
Christmas memory. Mm-hmm. And I have quite a few people who are like bringing their older parents. This oh, is nice. something that they're doing oh, together. Yeah, because of, yeah, the. Well, because they remember when the movie. programs were like, like that were on the radio. Yeah. And then they mm-hmm. remember the movie and yeah. they, they're going to remember the music because a lot of the music that we're doing is like Andrew Styles. Uh, Andrew sister style music mm-hmm. uh, and just classic Christmas things and not just your typical Christmas songs, but some really fun uh, Christmas songs. So a lot of people are doing that with their parents and that's kind of cool. Are you singing rocking around a Christmas tree? Well, we may have to add it now. Yeah, it went to number one. I know. After right? 65 years. Yeah. Crazy. That's amazing. All right. Brenda got... Lee at 78 years old. I know. Well, we're doing uh, man with a bag. I've got my love to keep me warm. What are you doing New Year's Eve? Uh, Merry Christmas, marry me. And then we're doing this Andrew Sisters kind of Christmas medley mm-hmm. thing with Jing Jingling and oh, uh, okay. and Winter Wonderland and yeah. Here Comes Santa Claus. And yeah, so many, a lot of classic stuff in Sounds there. Sounds like fun. It is going to be fun. All right. WDBJ7 is on the way. We've also got to look at your forecast. And thanks, Chris, for the photo of uh, Peaks of Otter. It's all snow-capped. Yeah, I saw today. that. Today, got a little frosty cap on it. Yeah. Really beautiful. I think the snow is going to make its way this way. Matt may tell us that there's something in our future. I don't know. It's the forecast coming up shortly. Currently 38 degrees in Amherst, 37 in Appomattox, 39 in Danville, Salem, and Roanoke, Bedford, and in Lynchburg. I'll tell you what, some days are harder than others to try to find things. Yeah. You know, you got these actors and actresses that have done a lot of different things. And you go to find their audio clip. Are you working on tomorrow's show already? Well, isn't Glenn Ballblitz showing up today? Do you want me out of the studio by 10 o'clock? Maybe. I can finish from home, and I usually do on, on these days. Right. But, but, you know, tomorrow, what's her face here? The replacement of Suzanne Summers. Everybody's done tons of montages, but they put music under it, and, and she's not talking. Mm. It's just frustrating. Okay. I mean, you know, make these little montages and put them on your hard drive. Don't upload them to YouTube. Yeah. You're distracting me. And it doesn't take much. <laughs> it doesn't take much. The creme brulee is worn off. Now I'm getting irritable. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> anyway. All right. Yeah. I, I, I did during that break work on a couple of things for tomorrow because I do want to get out. What are you and Glenn talking about this week or do you? Um, we're actually talking about uh, having a more sustainable Christmas. Oh, okay. How to uh, how to, to save money, how to keep perspective, how to, yeah. yeah. So. Okay. It's very, very seasonal. Yeah. And he's so he's so good. That airs at eight o'clock on Sunday morning. Eight o'clock on Sunday morning. I get to catch it some Sundays because I'm usually we're usually in church by eight thirty. And if you miss it, you can join the Sustainable Living with Glenn Boblets on Facebook, and you can get a, even a sneak peek of the latest podcast, and you have access to all of them right there, mm. or you can go to SoundCloud. Okay, with those. So uh, this is a this is a sad story. It's really? an odd story. Okay, I think. All right, a grieving. South Carolina groom whose bride was killed hours after the wedding is in a battle with his mother-in-law over the estate. Oh, okay. Isn't this odd? How did she... Okay, crime solver. How how did she die? (laughs) Well, let's find out together. I know how she died, but uh, the groom whose bride was killed by a South Carolina suspected drunken driver mm. on their wedding night right. 
is now embattled in a legal fight with his mother-in-law, Lisa Miller, who is the mother of 34-year-old Samantha Miller, is even contesting the hours-old marriage between her daughter and uh, Arik Hutchinson. Hmm. The bride was killed in April when their golf cart was struck as they left their Foley Beach wedding reception. Now, how tragic is that? Wow. Jamie Lee Kromoski, 25, of New Jersey, told police she drank a shot of tequila and a beer mm-hmm. about an hour before the horrifying collision. Uh, I doubt it. Mm. I bet there was more than that yeah. going down. Yeah. She slammed her gray Toyota rental into the couple's golf cart, wow. traveling 65 miles an oh hour, my gosh. twice the legal limit near Charleston. Wow. That's so sad. Months after the tragedy, Lisa Miller filed a petition to remove Hutcherson as the personal representative of her daughter's estate. And she claims her daughter would have wanted her to get a share of the inheritance. All right, that just makes me sad. Okay, yeah. This is, people are just gross. So, okay, help me out here. So she had money, the the daughter. I I mean, I guess. The bride had money, but is that money something she earned on her own was it part because if mom wants some of it maybe mom's not as well off and she thinks she should well, bank some coin here i don't i mean what maybe i'm being too hard I, I don't know um, I, I, she says that hutcherson and herself mm-hmm. agreed several times that sam would want us to do everything together given we were the two most important people in her life mm-hmm. I never wanted to challenge the validity of the marriage. I wanted, never wanted to dishonor Sam, but I felt like he was dishonoring my daughter and going against her wishes. Hutcherson's attorney says his client has been more than generous with his mother-in-law. She has repaid him by threatening to bring fris- frivolous challenges to the validity of his marriage. One would hope that Miss Miller would have too much respect for her own daughter to do that. After praising her son-in-law following her daughter's death, Miller said she was alarmed at the speed in which Hutcherson moved to cash in on the tragedy. His lawyer said he has offered Miller half of any recovery in a wrongful death lawsuit if she would just stop challenging the validity of the marriage. Uh, So she wants to bank on the the, the wrongful lawsuit money? That must be what it is. Well, then that is absolutely messed up. That is messed up. It's one thing if her daughter, let's just say she was a software developer and she was worth $5 million. Mom wants some of that. No. It's not that. It's the the other. It's the tragedy she wants to cash in on. Right. Sorry, Charlie. Uh, He made the settlement offer not because uh, Miller even had a valid legal claim, because she does not, but because he wants to do the right thing and has tried to avoid painful public litigation. So if he was, if she was hit and killed, he was hit as hit as well. Yeah, I mean, at sixty-five, that probably made that thing. It's a wonder he even survived. Yeah. Uh, Miller's attorney says her main reason to intervene is to protect the estate. And it's rightful heirs. The state didn't exist before the accident. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. That's just bad. It's not. It's not good. Sorry. I mean, this beautiful young woman has lost her life. And, you know, money just makes people go crazy. Just turns them into stupid, horrible. I just don't know. Sorry. It's such a it's such a sad story. 
you know, I and have, now it's even sadder. Yeah, exactly. I had a friend. His name was Leslie Valentine, and and Leslie and Sharon got married right after high school, and um, they were just the couple. I mean, there's pictures of them together in the yearbook. Everybody loved this couple, and on their way to their honeymoon, they were t-boned, and Leslie was killed, um, and Sharon survived, but it it. It, Sharon was never the same as something like that would just devastate you. Sharon ended up uh, dying young. I mean, I think she died in her 40s. Uh, just so it was a tragedy on tragedy. Uh, when things like that happen with a drunk driver, it's just, you know, and it just reminds us that if, if you know somebody, it's better to offend them and take their keys away that they run around on a 3,500-pound weapon when they're impaired. And, it, and that, that counts for people getting high, too, because hmm. high is drunk driving. It's the same thing. So, anyway, hmm. you're on the morning jam. Good morning. Well, good morning. Hey, I'm just hearing your story. I um, thought instead of being the, it might not just be the mom. It might be a, a lawyer that has gotten in her head, you know? Sure. Just wanted to say that. Yeah, well, no, I got you. It, it it could be. I mean, you got the ambulance chasers who who are like you know promising her she could make millions of dollars. Right. Uh, so I mean that could be right. But at the end of the day, I just don't think I could profit on my kids that way. I I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a valid point hey, for sure. Hey, I just want to say I do appreciate y'all show. I listen. I'm in Roanoke, and a lot of days I can hear you real clear. Mm-hmm. And some days I just can't get y'all hardly at all. So I'm not sure what goes on with the signal. But well, do uh, do you do you, uh, do you ever listen to anything on your phone? You know, through apps or whatever. Uh, yeah, sometimes I do. So I'll check out that. As yeah, well. check out our app. You can go to the app store and type in, uh, you know, Virginia yeah, we, Talk Radio Network, and we're on there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I appreciate it. Y'all, y'all have a great day. You, you too. too. We Thanks appreciate you listening it in makes a star city. You, you know, if she even thought of it and then a lawyer gets in her head, you know, you could, well, you know, you could get 50% of that or whatever. And you do have people, you know, that can be very manipulative, mm-hmm. the other, other players right. kind of coming in. Um, but it seems like, you know, he's already going through this tragedy and then we're going to add insult to injury and tell you that it's not even a, a valid. Yeah. Yeah. Got another call on the line. This one's obviously sparking some thought. Good morning. Good morning. Trucker Bob here with my bride driving me to work this morning. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. So you get a two for one. Yeah. yeah. A couple of things. You talked about Christmas trees earlier. Back in the in the early time of my life, young teenager, we had a Christmas tree at our house that was artificial, but the, uh, the posts started splitting and giving away. Oh, yeah. So we took... We took the neighbor's tree that they threw out and cut all the limbs off, just the trunk, and drilled holes where the limbs were at. Yeah. And people swore up and down we had a real tree. Oh, wow. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that is fun. Very resourceful. Yeah. What? And that was a beautiful tree. We had it for the longest time. Wow. Uh, secondly, on the Menachuevas, my young bride and I got married. We took a bottle with us on our honeymoon. Huh. Okay. And it is kosher. It's kosher. Right. Point. Mm-hmm. So, huh. I can't remember what it tastes like since 47 years ago. <laughs> well, you've moved up since then. Okay. Well, I can tell you what, Bob. You, you, you can't remember what it tastes like, but it's gotten sweeter every year you're with her, isn't it? 
Well, that, that's the best wine. All right. I'll, oh, I'm gonna, I can hear saying on uh, the background. So uh, let me, let me, I'm going to get you to tell this story real quick, Trucker Bob, because you told it when we were at the parade. We got to go to break, but yeah. I want to take the time for you to tell the story about when you and Linda were dating and you were driving your Volkswagen where you were freezing. Uh, and yeah. tell that story real quick. Okay. It was uh, uh, just gotten leave. Uh, and I was a service in Fort Jackson, South Carolina, and we took her Volkswagen and uh, now ours together and headed up to Ohio where my mom and dad were a pastor and wife. And I mean, it got cold and snowy and deep, and we had to plug all the holes up in the VW because the cold air was just coming through it like crazy. Oh, wow. Wow. We had a heat exchanger that did work but was only on the one side. So we put a blanket across us so the heat would get to her side. Uh-huh. And when we got into Amsterdam, Ohio, very early in the morning, like one or two o'clock in the morning, and the snow had come down something, uh, and, and ours was the, it covered the whole town. We were the only tracks in town that morning. Wow. Drove up to the parsonage, and there was a, a big uh, prism glass window in the, in the parlor of the parsonage, and we could see through the window, and we saw that. My mother was in the kitchen cooking. She was waiting and up. And we went out of that cold car into radiated steam heat parsonage and the fresh smell of cinnamon rolls and pecan pies. And she'd just taken them out of the oven. Oh, wow. And uh, we got the first rolls off that batch and a cup of coffee. And it was just it the was a best. spectacular time. Great memory for us. Yeah. I just thought that was the sweetest story. That Thanks is. for sharing it with us. You Most all have definitely. a great day. Isn't that sweet? You can almost, you can see it. Yeah. You yeah. can smell it. Mm-hmm. What a great Christmas memory yeah, that is. Beautiful. We'll be back with some lighter side stories coming up here on The Morning Jam. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. We are the Virginia Talk Radio Network. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played didn't need no welfare state. Everybody pulled his weight. G-R-O-S-R-A-G-R-A-G-R-A-G-R-A-G-R-A-G-R-A-G-R-A-G-R-A-G-R-A-G-R-A-G-R-A-G-R-A-G-R-A-G-R-A-G-R-A-G-R-
who knows? Only Kara could call um, Betty White a slacker and get <laughs> and get by with it. Right. <laughs> okay. Whatever. So, um, we have a story oh out. Uh, the Farm Dog of the Year has mm-hmm. been named. Mm-hmm. Um, he is. Uh, he nearly lost his life. Yeah. Uh, actually, after protecting uh, his sheep and right. his pregnant partner. Oh wow! From eleven coyotes. Jeez. And his name is Casper. Okay. Named after the friendly ghost. Sure. And he killed eight of 11 coyotes threatening his pregnant uh, partner and the sheep on the Georgia farm. That's quite amazing. Uh, He took out three coyotes that made it inside the pen. Okay. Then when when his owner showed up, Mm -hmm. he thought, well, dad's here. I can uh, I can go after the others. Right. He jumped the fence. How about that? Went after the rest of the pack. Wow. Is that not crazy? Now that is crazy. They are fearless. Yeah. I will say. Yeah. Good um, night. He said he just charged them. That's he uh, took out the first three methodically. Mm-hmm. And then he went after the rest of the pack. He went missing for two days. Oh, I bet you they thought they so lost him. They did. Yeah. Uh, he came back. He was in bad wow. shape, but he made it. Good and, for him. Uh, yeah, so he he is uh, in the running for Farm Dog of the Year. I can't imagine what dog See, story would have to come in to bump him out of the okay. top. Okay, Thanksgiving, you know, they always have the the pretty dog contest and the ugly dog contest. Yeah, right? and all that stuff. And and you think about that that they, you know that these are dogs worthy of their you know all the training that they did. Mm-hmm. But this is a. This is the real working dog. This is the blue collar dog. Oh, yeah. Put a blue, blue collar on him because any dog that would do that and then say, okay, now I can go get the rest of them. Right. That's just amazing. Yeah, to fearless. They're that, absolutely that is fearless. fearless. Bryce's wow. dog, Bella, that's mm. what she is. She's uh, part Great Pyrenees. Okay, yeah. She's a, she's a lot Great Pyrenees. I still have fur. <laughs> in my house they shed because they're these big white dogs and it's just and they can be out in the cold oh yeah they they can stand the the crazy weather and uh and they shed everywhere wow and they it's been it's probably been almost two years since he he lived with us and they're still still finding hair still fine periodically yeah she's very furry uh so mcdonald's you may have heard it has a mystery spinoff restaurant have you heard I about this? I haven't heard this. Uh, apparently, it's getting a little less mysterious. Huh. Uh, a standalone building with both logos and the brand's signature yellow okay. has popped up in Bowling Book, Illinois. All right. It's not open yet, Okay. but it's pretty far along with not one, oh, not two, the, but four drive-thrus. A golden arch it uh, does. on it. Cosmics is what it's called. Cosmics. This could be interesting. It also has a full menu, visible offering iced teas and lemonades, okay. along with coffee brews and frappes. Right. There was also a special specialty signature galactic boost, including blueberry ginger boost, which has an 190 calories, but no price as of yet. Okay. So it almost sounds like they're taking on Starbucks and... and tropical smoothie and it's very odd yeah do you think it's odd the the layout is kind of i don't know i think it's kind of weird four drive-thrus they do have some sandwich offerings it looks like but a lot of their focus seems to be on iced tea lemonades drinks things like that yeah 
I'm not really sure I understand where you're going, but okay. Huh. You do you, Mickey D's. I'm sure you will. You know, there's probably people, Janet, that we're not even aware of uh-huh. that are out there. You know, football people call them scouts. They send scouts. Oh, yeah to watch teams that they're going to be playing in three games. Mm-hmm. They send scouts out to high schools to look for talent. Right. I bet you there is a army, at least in the case of McDonald's, there's probably an army of scouts out there across our nation. To predict the, the world. next big thing. Yeah, and, and see what's happening in communities Yeah, and get the vibe. Like that coffee shop, they probably compile all this stuff together and said, we have an idea, and they present it to whoever is the well. You know, but I mean, I think CEO that's that's there. how most entrepreneurs got started. Mm-hmm. They saw something, and right. then they were inspired by it, and then yeah. then they figured it out. I mean, that's how we got McDonald's to begin with. Well, when Michael Keaton's character, you know, Ray Kroc, yeah. sees those brothers, and he says, He's like, "Oh, we could take this oh, to a different my gosh. place." This is the this is the cat's meow, and I think that happens a lot when we looked at the food that made America. I mean, you yeah, had the, oh, you yeah. Know, you had the pizza wars, and you had the burger wars, and you had you know, yeah, and Post of, and Kellogg that war, and holy and cow, Walmart. I mean, Walmart mm. kind of yeah, they they did mm-hmm. something similar. Woolworth did something similar yeah. uh, back in the day. So I mean, Woolworth. maybe they're onto something. Did you ever go to a Grant's? Never went to a Grant's, but I have that great. Was like Woolworth. I have very, very fond memories yeah. of going to Wool- Woolworth with mm-hmm. my mother. Yeah, when I was little, mm-hmm. and we would eat at the uh, at the little at the little snack yeah. shop. The little right. I don't I don't know what you would call it, but it was like a little Which, restaurant. Was it the drug? There was a drugstore. Was it Rexall's that had a little mm-hmm. like or a in Lynchburg or Pearson's? You had Pearson's yeah. mm-hmm. uh, drugstore, yeah. and there used to be maybe there still is a drugstore in Charlottesville on the downtown mall and they had a great little snack bar and it was always busy we have a and this is going to sound cray cray but my wife you know used to like dolphins and stuff so we have a grill that sits in front of our our gas logs and it's dolphins kind of like jumping and it's a real neat frame that's made for in front of a fireplace you know where i bought that i don't know when pearson's was going out of business they sold stuff like that and i bought that thing at pearson drugs Aww. Yeah. That's cool. Interesting. Times are changing. They are. Now you just dial it up on your phone and you say, Amazon, deliver it before 4 o'clock. I'll pay (laughs) the extra $13 to get the same day delivery. It's true. It's not the same. Anyway. (sighs) I'm trying to see if it's still there in Charlottesville. I don't know if it is. Life Hack Thursday tomorrow. Looking forward to it. Yeah, make today awesome. Thanks for being with us on this uh, this hump day version of the show.